Hello Internet World Anchor Fam, you are tuned in to another episode of That Millennial Life with me, Andy Burgess, the show that shares with you daily insight, interviews and discussions into all those social, freelance and creative things. And today I'm super psyched to bring you yet another interview um, with the talented Greg from Cash Chat Snaps. He is... Um, primarily a Snapchatter, but he's over all social media and he gives out amazing financial and money advice on um, on these platforms, but in a fun, um, engaging, educational way. So I had a great talk to him today about storytelling and money advice. So feel free to sit back, get comfy and um check out this interview we did it's about 20 minutes long um really really interesting so i hope you guys enjoy hey greg hey there hey there andy how are you doing great great thanks for having me on awesome yeah thanks for coming on i think people are going to get some real value from having you on here so i'm excited to talk to you about what are you going to do Oh, well, thanks. Thanks. I, so I am a, a social media content creator on uh, mostly Snapchat, but Instagram and all the other platforms that are social. And I make silly, fun, short videos and content around financial literacy at Cash Chat Snap. All the socials, yes. And I... All the socials. Went, where I first found you um, was when... So maybe it was like November time I last year. Um, my friend Erin Kim, um, she did a takeover for you. Um, and I saw that and I jumped over and saw that. And then um, I think afterwards you sent me a message for following you. And I was like, oh, this is really cool because that's kind of similar to what I was doing then. Um, like reaching out to everyone like that and then I really admired and enjoyed like the way you talked about finance and money and, and these cool little stories and making it more interesting than like the mundane sort of um, the way people like perceive it to be yeah well well thank you very much I'm, I'm honored that uh, you were able to connect with me through Aaron Kim Aaron is amazing and I was really fortunate she was so kind as she was going through a really cool transition in her life and she came on for a takeover Tuesday at Cash Chat Snap and just did a fantastic job sharing her story. Um, and yeah, I, I started making these silly stories and trying to share some financial education because one of the things I recognize is that so many of us are never given this information. And when you are seeing it, it's mostly kind of dry and maybe a little stale and boring in presentation. So I figured I'm a pretty good silly storyteller. What ways can I teach this online? Yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah, it's, it's such a cool way. So what got you started on like using Snapchat and wanting and, and wanting to take it in that direction? Yeah, sure. Actually, well, so having not done a lot of content creation online until about a, ha- a year and a half ago, someone introduced me to Snapchat and I fell in love with it immediately. One, because I could be super silly and goofy and I could know that it would be gone in 24 hours. And so it was a great way to like practice for a while and really get started, you know, and not feel as intimidated that it's going to stick around on the internet forever, even though pretty much everything on the internet sticks around. But what I I guess uh, it it was that platform where nobody was looking yet for me. And so I could kind of learn, like, for example, I have uh, an archive that I haven't made public in a while, but it's uh, the first 20 or so 
um, stories I did, and man, are they a little rough around the edges. <laughs> oh, but uh, when I got yeah, yeah, when I got it'd be fun to repurpose someday, you know, and post online mm. like the, yeah. the the original, the whole document don't create. But one of the reasons that I fell in love so with fun. Snapchat, especially, is like uh, the chance to have conversations. Um, just yeah. because I could make a story and people could respond, ask questions, give feedback. For me as a storyteller, I love to know what people think and how they feel, what they what their take is on it. And it just feels like a better way to communicate rather than just written word. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's that one-on-one connection as well you can have with people on Snapchat that I feel you don't really get on other platforms. Exactly, exactly. And and I know one of the things, having started on Snap and really expanded from there, one of the things I really started to really love more and more now that I'm expanding other places is the interactions are oftentimes much more genuine on Snapchat because people yeah. are seeking you out to watch your stuff, you know? They're not just like some random click-through person, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And they can send you super long messages and like... The process of adding someone or even following someone from a different account is like, you have a couple of steps you have to go through so that you yeah. really want to check that person out. So yeah, I, Absolutely. I feel like each, if you were looking at it at a marketer's point of view, um, like the pay, the price per click or follow or whatever would be worth so much more on Snapchat because mm. of, you know, like that genuine like connection. Absolutely. And for me, one of the things Snapchat has taught me more than any other thing is about like the um, connections I'm making is the quality over quantity. Um, I have spent so much time like it's always that back and forth of how much are you watching your numbers versus how much you're actually just focusing on the interactions you're having. And uh, I get really excited because on Snapchat, when I make a two minute story and then I see a retention of like 80 percent or higher, mm-hmm. I get really excited because it's like, wow, that's a really long story for Snapchat. And at least some of the, I'm sure yeah. some of the folks are just tapping through, but there's some folks who are watching the whole thing, which means they may be liking what they're saying. Yeah, exactly. That's like, uh, yeah, I definitely try to um, try and, I'm always thinking about the retention rate and how I can get people to stay through for that amount of time. Um, yeah, so it's definitely an interesting platform to play with on that. So was it about a year? So have you been on Snapchat for like a year and a half? Yeah, about that. So it, I started um, in the spring of 2016. I was actually in school at the time and I was uh, taking an amazing class on Native American literature. And I was learning about an old storyteller named Mabel McKay. And part of her story that I really appreciated just stuck with me is that as a storyteller, we need to recognize that we create the story together. And so it was this idea of like, it was this aha moment of, oh, wait, it's not a presentation, it's a conversation. And so I figured out, oh, Snapchat's perfect for that. (laughs) It's not just like making a YouTube video and maybe somebody leaves a comment, but I can have long form chats with people afterwards which is what it's all about so yeah for sure um quickly back to when you were talking about um looking at older stories so i assume you save like all your stories right sure yeah 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 yeah. i was um actually last night myself i was going through some older stories and i was just like oh that's cool i would have done that better now and i i've seen this change or i'm like oh that was a really cool time 
Um, so I, I like that they're also there to go back and look upon. And um, I guess you can see how you progress. Yeah. And, and I've also repurposed uh, a fair amount. And that's, that's the part that I'm trying to do more of is move them away from Snap and see if they have a life on other platforms too. Like for example, taking them, to YouTube, yeah. taking them to YouTube and start archiving my project there. Um, also yeah. seeing how I can possibly, you know, I am not opposed to the idea of repurposing some things on Instagram stories. I know a lot of people are like, never do it. But, you know, I have a different sure. audience on different platforms. So why not? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I had a wild idea last night um, that maybe I can, I'm going to share it here on Anchor. And it's, I'm probably not going to do it and no one would watch it. But at the end of the year, if I get to the end of this year, I would have been Snapchatting every single day for a year. And I kind of want to throw them all into one long video and just chuck it up on YouTube. Um, that would be like, fantastic. Yeah, it I mean, what like, it hurt, right? It's up. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like why not just do it? I mean, I don't think people sit through it, but it'd be interesting to see how long that is. Um, but well, I, yeah. would ima- I would imagine it's gonna lo- it, it would lock up your device with the upload for quite a while. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's like, all right, I'm doing the math. So, 3.65. Yeah, so that's like over, like, yeah, it's like 1,100 minutes. Um, yeah. <laughs> That'd be epic. <laughs> but that was just while I was in bed last night. I was like, yeah, that's what I could do at the end of the year. But who knows? Um but yeah, really, yeah. So well, but along those lines of the repurposing, that's kind of, you know, um, I mentioned the Instagram stories. One of the hacks that I've used that still makes it feel new to you with people who, like, for example, I just started on Instagram with Cash Chat Snap a couple months ago. And so the projects and stories that I made last summer, if I use them on a throwback Thursday on Snapchat, then they're in my fresh camera roll again in the last 24 hours. I can throw them up on Instagram and people have never seen them before, you know? That's so true. Yeah, it's a perfect way to do it. Um, So a big part of what you do as well is, um, as well as educating people about finances, you you do a Takeover Tuesday, right? And then you get other creators in to talk about their experiences. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Takeover Tuesday. uh Uh-huh. And so how do you go about, one, finding people to do it, and two, um, like what, stories that they can tell and share well that i've been really fortunate um when i first started on snapchat the very first person that actually i believe is a good friend of yours came on to cash chat snap uh three weeks into my project jenny can breathe came on and did the first takeover ever on chat on cash chat snap yeah yeah i was really honored i was blown away it was when she was doing a whole bunch of takeovers and she was kind enough to do it and she really kind of inspired me to make sure to have people on weekly because i truly believe none of us are as smart as all of us and when it comes down Mm -hmm. to money stuff Every single one of us deal with money. We don't need to be experts to talk about it. And that's what I truly, truly believe. Now, I, don't get me wrong. I think there's something to be said about expertise. I am not a financial advisor. I'm, a, I'm an educator. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I know that there are some really responsible things that we can talk about and not be experts. And so every time somebody comes on to Takeover Tuesday, I tell them, I've watched enough of your Snap stories to know that you're a responsible snapper. The subject is yep. money. Talk, talk about whatever you want. And I open up the yep. floor to them. And, and, and it can be long form. It could be short form. It could be silly. You know, whatever it wants to be. 
That's amazing. Yeah, I think that's definitely what works best of us at, uh, as content creators, especially when I've worked with brands or whatever. The best ones I love working with are when they're like, okay, we know what you do. This is kind of what you need to talk about. Do your thing. And that's when you definitely get the best content because they can have their free reign to do their thing. And yeah, I just love what seeing, uh, like having all these different perspectives on um on your account when you have these people doing these takeovers and um yeah funny you said that about Jeannie she's uh so she's my roommate and she um just before I came on this call I told her I was ringing you and she said to say hi to you and uh she, yeah, she told me that story as well nice awesome fantastic yeah she's a rock star I love her. she's been really helpful and supportive of everything I've been doing too yeah she's badass she says hi she's in the other room probably making some closing some deals as she does in her business life. Um, but yeah, no, that's really cool. And um, yeah, and like I said, that's how I kind of found you because through Erin um, and then her doing her takeover. Um, and yeah, and I... And, and, that's, and that's the way to collaborate. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. the way oh, to collaborate yeah. on Snapchat. That's where it's all about. So yeah, those takeovers and collaborations that way. Yeah, and it was really like... Cause, so I was fortunate enough to do one with you... Um, last maybe like two through a month ago or so yeah, uh, just shy of a month ago yeah yeah and i don't particularly talk too much about money but it made me really think about the times i had to and um i really enjoyed it well i'm glad i'm glad and see that's what it's all about for me is i'm going to keep creating content on every social media platform that i feel comfortable using and I, it's all at cash chat snap and the whole point is I'm just going to keep making content, and when people want to think about it or need a resource or they're just like, hey, there's that goofball on the Internet. He might know a resource or two yeah. that's responsible, and I want them to know, like, I'm not selling anything. All I want to do is promote financial literacy. So, yeah, yeah, like having folks like yourself come on because then even maybe you in the next week or two because, like, you know, you had that takeover. Maybe you're thinking a little bit more about your next financial move. You make those yeah. responsible choices. It sounds like, I mean, and people were inspired by what you had to say. Like, I really appreciate it. On your takeover, you mentioned how you had been aggressively saving for your trip, talking about like 60% of your earnings and reducing yeah. your spending and, and, you know, relying on supportive family. That, that's super mm-hmm. important when you can do that because it just sets you up for your real priorities and goals rather than just the impulse buys, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it, that's so true. I um, I was definitely like, I mean, I probably wouldn't be able in the position I am now um, if I wasn't able to set that up at the end of last year to start off 2017 how I have. Um, so, yeah. yeah, it was really cool to talk about it. So what I would love before um, I let you go is just maybe mm-hmm. for you to share some tips or value on here for the people here listening on Anchor. Um I know it's a I know it's a wide open field. I don't know if there's something in particular you want um you could share or something to do with savings or well, the floor is yours. Sure. Well, I appreciate it. Um, you know, first off, if nothing else, even if you don't ever come over and check out what I'm doing at Cash Chat Snap, I challenge anyone who's listening right now to like have a conversation around money with someone that you trust, someone that you love, whether it's friends or family. The first step to making any really good financial choice is awareness, and the second step is conversations. After that, you can get into information gathering and stuff, but when it comes down to it, not doing something is a choice. And a lot of financial institutions and and organizations know 
that we are creatures of habit. And once we get in a habit, it's hard for us to break. And so know that there's no blame and no shame when it comes to money stuff. Um, the, the number one action tool I usually talk to people about is building what I call a cash stronghold. A cash stronghold is money that you save for emergencies and opportunities, not for, like you said, you know, your trip to New York and stuff like that. That's a great opportunity. But I'm talking about you're saving money so that when stuff goes down or you have this one in, once in a lifetime moment where you're like, wow, if I had the money, I'd do that right now. Those moments or those big emergencies yeah. where you're like, I need to access cash now so that you don't have yeah. to go into debt to deal with emergencies. And that's the hardest yeah. thing is everyone's like, but I have so much student loans. I have a house. I have credit card debt. I have, you know, all, I have children. I have, you know, parents to take care of. Start small. Like I said, no blame and no shame. Save what you can. One of my favorite challenges that over here in America I'd say all the time is the $5 bill challenge. Anytime you mm -hmm. use cash and you pay cash, anytime somebody hands you a $5 bill back, you have to save it. You have to save it Ooh. like it's it, it comes really hard, and then you end up stacking cash quick. So, That's you know, cool. really in any currency, like basically a $5 note of any kind when you get that back. Yeah. So if, you get, if, I, if I hand someone a 20 and they give me a 1 and a 10, I can spend those. But yeah. if they give me 1 and two fives, I've got to save both those fives. And it gets, uh, <laughs> it gets tricky. But it, it, it's all about gamifying it for some of us, you know? Yeah. No, oh, definitely. And... Um, I really like the thing you were saying about talking with someone about it. Um, kind of an example, mm. a couple of years ago when I was at university, I didn't have too much money, but I had a car and I knew I had to pay my insurance. And if my car broke down, it's like, oh, you have to spend money to fix it or whatever. Um, and my friend was always like, the way I do it, he's like, I have a savings account where I minimum, like when I get paid, um, like what I will do, I will ha make sure that account always has 500 pounds in it. So if anything happens with my car, it, I, I have something there to um, to use it in an emergency if I need to. And then if it goes down, I can top it up. And I guess you could use exactly. that with anything, right? And and then yeah. and I, that got me thinking. I was like, yeah, that's like, I mean, I could do that in like when I was working. I was like, I could probably do that in with two months, over two months salary, um, my wage. I could put, I could fill that up, get the money there. And then it's like, that's just like a base stone and I don't touch it unless it's like an emergency. And then I always feel once it's down an account, you're, it's like I don't touch it. So now I'm freelance. I'm having to do like my taxes myself and stuff. So I'm yeah. putting away like 20% of what I'm earning each month. And initially it's like, oh no, I'm, having, I'm losing this money. But as soon as it's in that account, I don't think of it again and I don't touch it. And it's there um, exactly. and it's ready at the end of the year. That's, that's yeah. what I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping it's going to be that easy. We will see, but yeah, that, you know, it's well, like that, gamify. I think you're, you're, what, what you, yeah, gamify and what you touched on there, it's not set it and forget it, but it's very much set it and put it in the back of your mind because once you can automate your systems, you can spend your time doing the things you love to do. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like money, money can be complicated, but you can simplify it so much to focus on other yeah. things. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for sharing all this, Greg. Super cool to talk It's a to pleasure. You. It's a pleasure. Um, and, and, hey, you know, one of the things that we didn't really touch on is some of the stress that people feel around money, and I get that too. So yeah. if folks are like, you know what, you didn't even talk about some of the hard stuff, and I'd be happy to talk one-on-one yeah. because -on -one, sometimes that stuff one-on-one -on -one is a little easier to chat on. Oh, for sure, for sure, yes, because that is such a big topic. So, guys, definitely, Greg, where can people find you? And if they want to have those one-on-one -on -one talks, where is best to get you? 
Well, I would say that you can always find me on Snapchat. I'm there uh, at least checking in every day, if not making stories every day. And it's at Cash Chat Snap. And I'm at Cash Chat Snap on all social media. I use mostly Snapchat, Instagram. I'm putting things up on YouTube. I'm using Musical.ly. I also am yeah. just getting started on Anchor. And I appreciate you interviewing me, Andy, because right. now I can get going on Anchor, too. And hopefully Medium. Yes, you can. Future. I just, I don't. Yeah. Amazing. You can also echo this, so you can sort of share this onto your channel for your followers. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, this will be great. You, you, you just helped me with my second episode. <laughs> yes. Amazing. So what I will do, I will also put your handle in the next segment so you guys can check him out there. Um, actually, no, it'll be in this segment because this is an interview, so I'll be posting this afterwards. So, um, yeah, thanks a lot, Greg. Well, thanks. Also, also, I'm also on Facebook. I just don't check in there as regularly. I know I need to. But thanks so much, Andy. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. You know what? You, you don't know, Facebook as much either. You, do you not Facebook as much yeah, either? Yeah, um, not not as much. No, I try. It, don't but... be don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed about it. Don't be embrace it. Embrace it. All right. Thank no, you so I much. I appreciate your time. No worries. Talk to you soon, man. Bye. So that's it for another episode of That Millennial Life. So great having Greg on today talking about all things social and money. I think it is a really important topic and he really knows his thing. So feel free to check him out on Snapchat at Cash Chat Snap. Um, also, he has a show on Instagram, um, which I've seen a few times called um, The Daily Dish. It's Instagram Live every morning. He jumps on while he's doing the dishes and talks about money. So something great to check out. So thanks for tuning in again we we are rolling through with these interviews this week we had joe binder on yesterday talking about youtube and all those things and yeah so you can definitely hit that episodes tab and you've we've got a ton there we've got a ton of those for you to check out and if you are new or you've come through from greg's channel feel free to hit that star button favorite the station and then you will get daily updates every day we go live so thanks for tuning in guys and i will see you